What up, what up, what up? It's your boy. Once again, it's JK here representing St. Mark's Park after dark. You know it. You know, I'm here with my man Axel Foley once again. Since 92, this is how we do. Word up, word up, word up. So we at it again, guys. Just to let you guys know uh, another episode of St. Mark's Park after dark. You know, coming season two, this episode three. You know, we, we putting it down once again. Um, so this uh, episode this week, in particular, this time, enough story. We still got more stories for you guys, but this time we we gonna we gonna spend it. This time we gonna do we gonna do a couple. We talk about a couple episodes about some movies, some classic movies that we love that we came up on during those times that those stories we were telling you in season one was going on. Facts, big facts. So uh, the movie we're gonna talk about today, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if y'all following, still appreciate all the guys, all you guys for following. Uh, we're talking about the movie Juice, epic, epic movie, starring Tupac, uh, Omar, Omar, Omar Epps, my man Khalil, Khalil, and uh, I can't remember Steele's real name, but <laughs> Steele, you know, and if you guys I can't know his real name, Steele is from. Uh, from the movie uh, uh Jermaine Hopkins. That's Jermaine Hopkins. Yeah, that's my boy. He's <laughs> a fair side. <laughs> you smoke crack, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> now, I think this might have been his second role in a movie, man. He because he he was probably like, I don't know. I was real like, young and uh lean on me. Lean on me. I thought he was like 13, 14. Than. When he did high learning, he probably was like 19, maybe. I mean, he did a uh, uh, Juice. Juice probably was like 18, 19 by then. Yeah, he definitely came. Yeah, yeah. He was a. By he was the time a, a, Juice came out. Yeah, man. It was, it was 92. 92, so. so. Yeah, he had a little while to come up. But this, this movie, uh, man. All right, kid. Hit me with it. In 92. We were very impressionable. We went to go see this movie. You know, it made us feel a certain kind of way. Like in 92. 100%. You know what I mean? 100%. And the thing was also about, I don't know if it was a, a, a marketing thing to get people to to build up the, 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 the hype or the mythos about the movie. Okay. Or was it just just another tactic to make our people look bad? Because when this came out, I feel it was another tactic that got people look bad. But at the time, we were so young. I know we ain't look at it that way. Right, right. But, but okay. I mean, you get it. It's a movie. But people, why was people shooting each other after or during this movie? Some people was like, you know, all right, this movie got people amped up to go get some juice. But you know, but see, it, it seems too planned out to do it at the movie theater is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally agree, but that shit was popping. It that was. That shit was happening. It, it was a shame, though, because we really just wanted to see a movie. Yeah, 100%. And, and, and not be all shot up or getting into anything. But anyway, the movie was, like it says on the DVD cover, uh, I will say in some aspects, yes, it was a powerful film. Definitely was. It it has some things in it that we didn't see in 92, but if you rewatch this, yeah, as a grown man, you'll see some things okay. in, in both of these movies. Okay, and we'll bring it up. And, and then, like, but one thing about this movie, after watching it again and again, I know you've seen this movie a hundred times, million, more than a hundred times. Yeah, but I want to ask you this question. I asked this question to a couple people. I still haven't gotten a straight answer yet, so I'm gonna ask you. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna ask the podcasters. Okay, what made Raheem the leader? Of the wrecking crew? That's a good question. For me, man, that's a really good question. What the fuck did he do? I just feel like he had a baby. 
So I, I'm not saying that baby <laughs> bacon. <laughs> I'm not trying to say the baby Shout bacon. Shout out to all the uh, the light skinned wavy special wear looking uh, baby mama skeezers out there. <laughs> but has sense enough to be like they don't want their kids to grow up like Raheem and his stupid ass friends. Facts. <laughs> Big facts. I, I feel like not. I don't want to say because he had the baby. I just feel like he was more of the sensible one. Him and Quincy Q, they were the more sensible ones where I feel like he he took the lead was that he demanded his respect. Like he demanded respect from everybody. Like the crew, even when they were cracking jokes, they knew not to crack right. too many jokes with him. Because he he might fly off the handle. He might put him in any place. But see, that's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see this yeah. guy at least fight. Say, or at least or at least have them say a line of like, you know, somebody was like, who who made Raheem? Well, you know, he was locked up. He did this. Like, yeah. Give us some a little kind backdrop of work, on it. Uh, yeah, something yeah, why everybody's following this guy. That's why yeah. I, 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 I never... feel like but even remember back in the, even back in the day, the, the kid, like the, the young kid was light skinned who looked who looked like like oh he's a handsome young guy. Like the ladies. I'll be sure face ass motherfucker. Yeah, like they got away with a lot of more stuff because they were, you know, oh, this is a cute little kid. So they were oh, able to see. get away with a lot of more stuff rather than if you were like a Oh, see, here we go. It's sad. It's sad. It's sad because of the skin tone. Exactly. It's sad, but. The house Negro filled Negro syndrome. 100%. That's 100% accurate. So he, I feel like he was able to get away with more. Because you think about it, he was the only light-skinned guy in their crew. He had the, yeah. the, the nice hair. But he had the ugliest girlfriend. He did have the ugliest girlfriend, but he had the nice hair. He was a light-skinned. So and back in the 90s, you know, that was more, not follow him, but. He probably was able to get him into the into the remember the the, in the spots in the, in the spots where and the, and them three fools would have walked in there they'd been like y'all not getting in here. Well, Q might have got in, yeah, but yeah. Bishop is still definitely they definitely wasn't gonna get in. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? So by him probably mingling and plus remember his mom's was Spanish. She looked like a black, yeah, but he was yeah, Spanish. Yeah, so maybe yeah. he had that Spanish and black, that black and brown in a in a dominant yeah I early nineties where black. it was a lot of Latin and. Black people around, he probably had the gift of gab to speak Spanish to some people and, and then English to other people, which got him a little leeway towards, you know, just them being black kids and not knowing no Spanish. Okay, and speaking of that, speaking of that, let's spin this. You just put this in my head. Speaking of that, you see, he was Spanish, right? Yeah. Is that is is that the reason why Rodman say he didn't have no beef with him? Because he was the only Spanish guy hanging around with these three black kids? I feel like it was. Damn, but then Rodimaz had a crew. Well, nah, some of them dudes are Spanish from Rodimaz's crew. Word up. But he had a couple black kids with yeah, him, too. Yeah, but, but I feel like they, shout out to Tretch. I feel like they put Tretch in a situation of him being like a Dominican kid with braids. Because yeah, he, yeah. he had no he had no lines, so we couldn't really hear his voice. So Was he a Dominican in Empire? That's a good question, man. That's for another story. That's right, another well, story. we'll save that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. If anybody know, uh, hit my beeper. 1-800-HOLLER. Word up. So I feel like he was like a Dominican kid because he had no lines. True. So he could have been a Dominican kid with braids. You know what I'm saying? So, but I feel like, and that's that's a good point you said that. Rodman said he had no problems with him because he was Spanish. You know what I'm that, saying? That's fucked up. It is. It is because black and brown in New York City is strong. Relations are strong. Whereas the West Coast, you know, black and brown, sometimes it can go a little off. But black and brown relations in New York City is, is strong, bro. So they should have no problem with nobody. But once again, Bishop, was a little talking, a little slick all the time, and Rodimaz was just had enough of his slick talking shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? Was he really talking slick? Like, how come they just couldn't shoot the one? 
Honestly, I feel like Ronda Rousey got his ass whooped and he shot a one. I think Ronda Rousey got his Bishop ass whooped. I think Bishop would have got his ass whooped. And then nah, this would have been over with. I think Bishop would have got it. I think Bishop would have won. And that's why Ronda Rousey, because remember, when they saw Ronda Rousey, he always rolled five, six deep. He wasn't never dolo, but they caught Bishop once or twice dolo. Maybe because well, he. Once, the once they caught him, he had the gun on the seat. He wasn't facts, really worried about nothing. Facts. Facts. That first time. The first time they caught him walking down the street, it was like five, six kids, five, six kids, just him. You know what I'm saying? And then luckily the crew came and they defended his honor and all that shit, you know, was solved. You know what I'm saying? That's that's crazy. Yeah. But like just looking at them, do they look like a bunch of motherfuckers that would be hanging out with each other? To me, not not Raheem. The other three, yeah, but not Raheem. Yeah, he he looked like he should have been chilling with Special Ed. And yes, <laughs> yes. Getting money and yes, stuff. <laughs> yes. But that's one thing I, I've learned in life. You, you really can't choose your friends. But once you get friends, is your friends. That's just what it is. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's hard to explain. Like, there's cats that grew up in our neighborhood who were probably Spanish, and they hung around Spanish people. They could hung around well, with I mean, us, but they hung yeah. around Spanish people. But, but there are some like, guys who were Spanish who hung out with black people. That's all they hung around. You know what I'm saying? Not even the black and Spanish thing. Just, just off of how... Their all their personalities were, yeah. They just don't look like they were hanging together. Were like well, that. still he was honestly man. No disrespect to still, but it's, he just wanted to be down. He just wanted to be down. I don't. I didn't really feel like he was a leader or a follower. He just wanted to be down. He wanted to be a part of something. Yeah. And at that time in the early nineties, everybody, every black or Spanish kid wanted to be part of something. Now like I said, as far as East Coast, I gotta speak for the East Coast, West Coast. You wanted to be dead, you had to join gangs. That's just what it was. But on the East Coast, you just wanted to have a group of friends that you know you can trust that, hey, if shit ever got popped off, you can rely on these guys to help you. Even if all if there's four or five of you guys, you always got beat up all together. As long as you had some friends who down to throw some blows with you and shit hit the fan, you was cool with that. And, I, and, and most people who rolled dolo wind up getting their ass whipped all the time. Yeah, but the problem with these motherfuckers was they were cutting school to do nothing. Yeah, and that's one thing I wanted to say really quick. This is a, a PSA. I don't know why cats think it's cool to cut school. I never was on that shit. But I tell you like this. When you cut school, you can't see no bitches. Hell no. Because you at your house, you hanging out on the corner, you seeing crackheads. You ain't seeing no bitches. In the so, house watching well, motherfucking Richard Bain. Yeah, Jerry so, yeah man. So for cats that want to... Skip school because they don't want to go. They think it's corny. It's even cornier staying the fuck home. Because Trust you wind me. up like Blizzard. Facts. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> or you wind up like these fools just at Stillhouse eating some nasty ass food, drinking 40s. Words bond. Words <laughs> bond. Nothing. Doing all nothing. Day. That shit's stupid as hell. I, I, and like I said, don't get me wrong. I know I got some guys who dropped out of school that I'm friends with, but. That's their business. I would never tell any kid. I don't care how kids picking on you. You might go to a different school, but just sitting in your house or just sitting on the streets hanging out trying to trying to give me some money. That shit is temporary. School. You mean you might you can meet some friends from high school or middle school that'll be your friends for the rest of your life. You go when you be out on the street, you gonna be nothing but pimps and drug dealers and cats that wanna split your wig. It ain't gonna be too friendly. You might be getting money out there, but it ain't nothing like going to school, bro. Listen, so, man, that, that's my small PSA. Dudes, yeah, these dudes had no positive influence or role model. No role model. None. The only one that had any kind of ambition was Q. Yes. And he wasn't that really that good of a DJ in the first place. Yeah, he was. He was all right. He was local. Yeah, he was, <laughs> he was, he was better than Flex, but, you know. Yeah, facts, <laughs> facts. But, uh, you know, he, he wasn't that good. Yeah. And, you know. <laughs> 
And how the hell did he pull that chick? Oh, man, Ali, that was a nurse at the... She should have been with Raheem or something. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> but you say you see the kind of... It's your but, but that again, Raheem liked. He liked the nutter butters. <laughs> we needed to see... The, we, I needed to see these guys interact with, like, more girls and see how they were. Yeah. You know, around, yeah. like, who was really... Because how the hell did Q get that girl? I don't know. That's she another big question. Shout out to from Invoke. She was fly. Yeah. Shout out to her. Yeah. Well, how Q get that girl? I don't, he he did have a. He was GQ. He had his his outfits was swaggy. Even remember in the beginning of the, in the movie, he said he, he tried on three outfits. All three outfits was fly as fuck, bro. All okay. three outfits he had was fly as fuck. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? All of these guys, except for Still, came from a single parent household. Facts. Nobody was getting no money on the side besides Quincy because he was selling mixtapes. Well, right, he was running the 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 pool hall. Remember that? That's what I'm saying. Damn, he was more susceptible to running the pool hall. Remember was he the, selling drugs? Nah, nah. He was. Remember, he was. He was charging guys for playing the video game. Like, yo, we play the game. Whoop your ass. <laughs> we play the, yo, yo, when you play Street Fighter, you gotta give me two dollars for your Street Fighter. I'm gonna beat your ass. Cats give him money. And remember, cause remember, they, remember that one time they came out. They came out there. How much money we got for the pool hall? There, it was like. Thirty something dollars. I was gonna get some food. Let's go get some records. Remember, they wound up scheming up thirty something dollars from the pool hall because he was like the pool hall shark in there. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like Raheem because he was Latino and black, he had the best of both worlds. So he was able to probably blend in with the Spanish crowd and the black crowd. Plus, being a pretty boy got him the leader, oh, being the leader. I, I, I'm like you. I don't think he should have been a leader, <laughs> but I feel like that's where he got the leader from. He's able to I blend guess. into both worlds. Was a pretty boy, and back in the early '90s, that's that was always popping. Remember, think about it. When did the Darkskin Brothers came in in like '94? So Lightskin Brothers was from the '80s to like '92. I didn't think Lightskin Brothers was in. The Lightskin Brothers yeah. went out, and the Darkskin Brothers came in. Then it was a change. Yeah. But until then, Lightskin Brothers was in. So that's why I felt like he was the leader. That's why I felt like he was the leader. And that that's crazy. You the leader, but they put you in the back of the DVD picture. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, in the back of the DVD, you see, you see uh, Tupac, you see Omar Epps, you see Jermaine, and then you see uh, Raheem. But I feel like cause his, he had the smallest role. You think? Because he, he got popped early. Role. He got killed yeah. early. That that was it. Like, uh, But still, like, all right, I give, because the, they can say this is just like, you know, uh, I, I can't think of the word right now. But, you know, it's just letting you know, like, look, these are the two main guys right yeah, now. Yeah. You know what I mean? They facts. was they played their little role. Yes. They were some black uh, background dudes yes. or whatever. But I, I, I get it. It's just, come yeah. on, man. Yeah. <laughs> the leader got killed first. He in the back of the, the album. Like, come had, on, man. At least they had them all spread out evenly on the front cover, at least. At least, you know what I mean? So you couldn't really tell who was what. Like yeah, the movie, exactly. like, no, like Usual Suspects. You didn't know oh, what was going on. That. You know, just That's another episode we got to talk about. Yeah, that. definitely. One of my favorite that, movies of all time. And that came out in the 90s. Facts. But again, all right, and another thing about this movie, man, oh man, agree with me or disagree with me, but this is how, well, just let me know how you feel about yeah. this. So after Still was found shot, yeah, right? Yep. Didn't he tell Q's girl that Bishop- Shot everybody. Shot everybody. 100% he did. Right. <clears throat> so if the police was smart, wouldn't they- Round up, <laughs> like yo, fat boy. As soon as you heal from this gunshot wound, we don't need to see you over here for that murder with Quillaz, because they got rounded up that night, and he said he shot everybody. Well, how would you know he shot Quillaz? 
all he can say is, oh, well, he told me. And it can't really say his word against mine because he's dead, well, right? Uh, see, I don't know, man. I, I feel like. I know. All right. So I feel like they, was they smart, killed Rodimaz. So they killed Rodimaz. Then they, I'm sorry, they killed the dude in the store. They then they killed, killed Raheem. Then after that, he killed. He killed Rodimaz. Rodimaz, right? I feel like it was like a day or two later because I remember when he was talking on the phone at the pool. He's like, "Just come down here, man. This guy crazy." He came. He goes to the pool hall, but they already had left. I think that was like another day or two. Then he gets popped still. Then as he goes to the hospital that night, he's telling that that same night, Quincy runs up to Bishop. I think that's all the same night. So I don't think they could have rounded him up because that all happened the same night. Okay, but I'm saying, after they found out the information from Steele, I'm saying if Steele was smart, he would have just, if the police asked him, how do you know that Bishop shot all these people? He could be like, well, he told me before 100%. he shot me. Yeah. You don't want to incriminate yourself. 100%. Because I, I don't know if Quillis had uh, cameras in there or what. 100%. But everybody who was involved in that is dead pretty much now. Yeah. So they can't go back yeah. at this point. Yeah. So these fools got away with being accessory to armed robbery and murder. And murder. 100% accurate. 100% accurate. Damn. Yeah. And, and keep it real, that was the 90s, though. That was the 90s, bro. That was the 90s. See, I feel like that was Hollywood because if this was somewhat close to reality, they would have rounded them fools up. Somebody got to pay for them murders. And, and, and the know, only man. thing See, they can say is, okay, well, Quincy's a good kid. Still's a good kid. Y'all never had no priors. Yeah. Still is actually a victim of yeah. Bishop. See, I feel like... And, and it's crazy, like, in the 90s, man, like, they didn't have cameras everywhere. And I think, I remember, I, I can't remember offhand, I gotta watch, I watched the movie a million times, but I like to watch it again. I feel like they said that Quillis, he had no cameras. Yeah, no cameras? He had no cameras. All right. So that's why when they came in there and shot him, that's why he was like, why are you shooting for? He said, because he said, my, he said, he said, he said, yo, Raheem, because he said, Raheem, want these batteries? He's like, shut up still. He's like, shut up. And then he said, you said his name. That's why he had to, because he said his name, but since there was no cameras, it was whoever saw them. Remember, they waited for the cops to drive by. They said the cops come by every like ten minutes, so they had a chance to run up in there, pop them. It was every five minutes. Remember, they popped. They when yeah. they shot up the cops, they closed the door. Then the cops went by a second time. Then they popped them. Then they ran out. And the only reason why now that's a question you got to ask yourself. How did they know those four guys? Remember, they went back to the DJ thing. That's what I'm saying. How did they know? Oh, you know why? Because Raheem got shot. Remember, remember, I remember because right after the robbery, he came back. Yeah, he said he shot Raheem, and he's like, "Remember, Bishop was like, yo, they somebody shot Raheem." That's how they knew. That's how they knew. Cause my head, like, how did they tie him into that? Because Raheem got shot. Because remember when he got popped, somebody upstairs was like, "Hey, what's going on out there?" They turned their lights on. Yeah, but I doubt. Yeah, they all they could say was we saw somebody running. I doubt that they could give that much of yeah description. Hundred percent, way up there. Hundred percent. But it, it, all right, I know it's a movie. Yeah. Things happen because the script says. Yeah, hundred percent. But if you try to apply a little bit of logic to it, yeah. you know, some things be like, all right, come on now. No, hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, yeah, but the thing is, when you initially watch it, no, after you watch it multiple times, times, then you, you break it like, down. Hundred percent. Like, I like, I like for real. If I was Q, knowing Bishop was strapped. I'm not throwing my gun in the water. Yeah, that was stupid. <laughs> I would. I'm that not was doing stupid. that. Come on, man. It's just business. It's it's me. It's we could just no. I would have shot him in the knee or <laughs> something. 
<laughs> and keep it real, I don't know. I forgot who you know who the director of the movie was. Uh, Eric Dickerson, bro. That the coldest scene in that motherfucking thing is after he throws the pistol and he's under the oh, tr- Ernest, Ernest Dickerson. All I'm right. sorry, I worried out after he throws the pistol in the water and then he goes looking for him. Then he's standing, he said, I'm gonna meet you at this location. He's standing out there waiting. It was like a shadow, like a little alley in the back where it was a shadow. And Tupac came out that shadow, scared the shit out of me. I was like, oh, he's about to go kill this fool. Yeah. He, <laughs> he should have Yeah, he pulled <laughs> up on his like, I, I heard you cop the gun from Sweets. Where that? He said, I threw it in the river. I was like, you an idiot. <laughs> That's what he's an idiot. You should have pulled that and blasted that fool. You know this idiot. guy's out to kill. Yeah, but I will I will say this. He he stood 10 toes down trying to fight him. He's like, I'm going to try to fight and, you. And this, this is where... Well, you, what you said earlier, this way it comes back to that. During the fight between Quincy and Bishop, yeah, neither one of them looked like they could fight. Hundred percent. So that's why I said Rodimus would have walked on his what mom. What mom? They would have took that shit. RP to keep word <laughs> to the street one on one. <laughs> I mean, now you're right. You're right. But some, but I would say there's a shout out to Jody Tibbs. Styles make fights. So. I feel like his rider, he was short. He was tiny, bro. And I'm, I'm saying Q was probably like, I, I don't really know what's height. Let's say at that time, he might have been like 5'9", 5'10". Rodimus was like 5'5". Five, five. <laughs> he had all that muscle with the people behind him. So Listen. it might have been a different, whereas Quincy, when Quincy was like 5'10", Bishop was like 5'10". So that's why I probably, I'm saying if Styles well, Bishop, made Bishop fights. Was, Bishop was 5'10", with like, a uh, oversized Carhartt jacket. Fact. He looked like he was and about two hoodies. Yeah, he like so he hoodies. was. He, he so been he take that ass. shit off. Yeah, he wasn't. Yeah, probably would have got slammed up and down the street. Yeah, <laughs> my, my shit. I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when they was scrapping, and then I, like I said, it's a movie. But Bishop shot missed him multiple times multiple running. Times. You got you got to stand there while you he's running and shooting. Like you can't run and shoot. You're not gonna hit nothing. You got to stand and pop like. Blast, like baby yeah. boy, blast. You know what I mean? You, you running and shoot, you're going to be missing every time. And then what's kind of crazy was, I feel like he shot at least seven, six bullets. Didn't pull up in the elevator without, we didn't ever see him no reload. reload. We didn't, he could have reloaded because they cut the scene and they showed him in, he just, remember, uh, Quincy went into the elevator. Then he was like. He shot right up in that motherfucker right after. He went, he, he ran over, but they could have been a, that little time of them showing Quincy run up the stairs to go to the elevator. Him, he could have been reloading. You just got to use our imagination that he did reload. That's a quick reload. I got to think, man. Yeah, That's a little revolver. ass revolver yeah. that he got to empty those six bullets, then pull, pull out six and, and then do re- this. And then, By that time, that elevator door would have been closed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm guessing you got to use your imagination that he did reload. Just my imagination. Word up. Dun-dun-dun-dun. And on top of that, where the fuck was he getting money from to buy bullets? That's that's a good thing. Was too. he robbing? Because if he was robbing, then this this had to take place over a couple weeks. Yeah, no, I I feel like, man, I feel like when they copped the gun, didn't they say he had bullets too? I thought uh, he said he had bullets. But what I'm saying, all that time, and he was shooting that gun like that. How much bullets did he get? That's a good question. That's a good question. Cause I know when he went to go see Sweets, Sweets had mad bullets at, in that in that refrigerator. At least the one she sold, Quincy had the clip. Yeah, that was a fucking revolver, revolver. yo. Yeah, that's true. He got to walk about, around with he, loose bullets to reload that thing. Yeah, but I figure. <laughs> but but think about this: he popped Quill ass one time. He popped him in the head. Rodham ass he shot twice. 
that's three that's three bullets right there. And he shot Raheem once. That's four bullets. So I mean he had a six shooter. He had two bullets left. Then he emptied six rounds on on Q. Okay, but in the time but in the time between him shooting Q, he had, you know, going after Q. He, he shot still. He shot he shot yeah. at still too. He shot at still. Yeah, he, he had to have a pack of bullets. I mean, we just gotta assume that he, Cause I don't want to destroy the movie, so I'm assuming I know, but <laughs> he had to have extra bullets. That's all I can assume, bro. He had to have extra bullets. He was the quickest reload motherfucker I've ever yeah, seen he in was. my life in a 2X car jacket. Word, bro. <laughs> and the crazy shit, like I said, another, like I said, another cool part of the movie when he get in the elevator and he take that deep breath, he's like, bro, you going to pop me in the elevator? He popped him in. He tried to shoot him in the elevator. Wow. I was like, oh, he wild. I like, this bad people in here. Control. What was gangster was when he rushed him and dropped the gun. So dude picked the gun up and put it right in his jacket. Like, that's my gun now. Like, that shit got mad bodies on it. Mad bodies on it. <laughs> he just picked that gun up. You better go to jail, dude. 30 exactly. years. Exactly. You should have never picked that, that shit up. Exactly. That's Word some up. stupid shit right Word there. up. I would have never done that. Word up. But that is it's just, look, man, it's just a lot of weird stuff. Nah, 100%. <laughs> that happened in this movie. 100%. And the sad thing is, like, I mean, it's bad because you they, they didn't have any positive role models. It seems yeah. there was nobody at school trying to sit these guys down. Facts and like like you know even you know Quincy had a dream. They all laughed at him. Yeah. So the only thing that was on Bishop's mind was juice, juice. juice <laughs> you know bro. what I mean? I just want respect Take them in the out street. When you feel like it. You know That's what I'm all saying? he really wanted. Yeah, he like he said. I don't. He didn't feel like he had anything to live for. So this guy didn't have no dreams. He had no else. dreams. Yeah, and there's so many kids in the inner city who is, who feel the same way, man. It's just sad, man. It's sad. It is, and then pretty boys like you know, Raheem gets shot, killed early, bro. <laughs> Shit, crazy. and then you have another fatherless child. Now Raheem's child probably gonna be the next bishop. Facts. You you ain't lying about that. That's that's 100 accurate. <laughs> That's hundred percent accurate. Unless his mom's meet another guy who's really strong and make him do the right thing. If not, he go with his mom's. He, he gonna turn into bishop. Hundred percent, he will. Yeah, that's and, he will. And that's and and speaking of that, because the next episode is about another movie. Yeah, that's starring Mister. Uh, I know you like to say Tupac Shakur. Tupac I Shakur. I like to call him Lashawn Le- Crooks. <laughs> that's his birth name. Okay, <laughs> but the weird thing about that, like what we just said. <laughs> that kid, Raheem's baby, could have been Birdie. Facts. That's what the episode. That's episode. Don't worry about. We'll save up. that one. We'll save word that up, one. But, word uh, up. but anyway, if you seen Juice, man, this this is a good. Uh, it's, it's 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 a it's a good. Why do we call them hood movies? I know they. That's take, a good question. <laughs> why, why, why do we, we call? You know what it is? I feel like. Uh, uh, I think it's a hood movie because. The things that happen in this movie usually take place in the so-called black neighborhoods. Hundred percent. That's probably why. Hundred percent. Because it doesn't necessarily have to look like a ghetto. These guys didn't like live in the projects. No, uh, no, they live. No, they live in the brownstones. Yeah, they but, they look like they was all right. Yeah, well, I think Q lived in a in a. In a yeah, Q might have lived in the PJs yeah, a little bit, yeah. but. He had gear and shit, so yeah, I mean, up. you know, they left him alone. Yeah, word up. He didn't come up in the Carter or no shit 100%. like that. <laughs> you know but yeah, I mean? that's that's a man. That's a question we gotta dive into one of these days. Like, why are they called hood hood movies? movies. That's a good question, man. That's a really good question. And bro. it's only the movies with people who look like us. Facts. <laughs> there are no white. I never hear any people say that this is a white hood movie or anything. I don't like know, that. bro. What, 
That one movie you showed me with them fools was in Nebraska, that corner. Oh, White Boys. That shit was but a hood movie for white people. folks. White yeah, folks. but hundred percent. How many of those movies were made compared to how many not juice knockoffs there are? I could go to Tubi right now and find yeah. thirty juice knockoffs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they still some coming out now. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> that shit happens in the hood every day, man. Cats get killed every day. And, and this shit's been going on since black exploitation started. So, like, that's 30-plus decades yeah. now of this rotating shit? Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. Uh, 100%, bro. 100%. 100%, bro. When does it stop? <laughs> yeah, I don't know when it's going to stop, man. That's That shit crazy. But, you know, all in all, man, these guys uh, individually, if you're looking at the, uh, the characters that these guys play, they are definitely some, you know, you know somebody – you know a Steele, you know a Raheem, you know a Quincy, you yeah, know a Bishop. hundred percent. You know, somebody like that. Exactly. Somebody in your neighborhood, you can, hey, that person, he has a similar trait to these characters. A hundred percent. hundred percent. And these actors, they did a good job portraying these characters. I think so. Uh, Ernest Dickerson, if you, I think he, he did, I think he did Rosewood too. That was another Wow, I didn't know out. that. Yeah. He did another one okay. too. Uh, I might, but he's pretty good. He came up under um, Spike Lee. Oh, okay, makes yeah. sense. So he wrote. I think he did Ghost Dog too. Yeah, I think he might, oh, he's he he, he making hitters then. Okay, so he made a, we might have to talk about that because you know, Black Samurai walking around Staten Island. Uh, why the police didn't tase that motherfucker? I don't. But that's another. Yeah, episode. That's another episode. <laughs> facts, facts, facts. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. You know, so this 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 is a cool '90s movie, man. It's definitely. One of those movies that, like Kid said earlier, you know, this was the movie that lets you know you can't choose your friends, and you really gotta like watch out who you hang out with. Word, <laughs> word. Uh, people are, are very heavy influences, as you can see. Still was just like you said. Still wasn't even supposed to be there. <laughs> Quincy he, wasn't supposed to be. Yeah, there. he just wanted to be down, bro. Facts. But if you don't just. Like you said, how far will you go to get it? The juice. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll go as far as the corner store. <laughs> Welch's. Word <laughs> up. Shout out to them quarter store lottery skeezers. Word up. Coming down there and get my scratch offs. Word up. Talking about them lottery tickets. Scratch a couple dollars off your ass. Facts. <laughs> Word up. Word up. Tell them, kid. So, uh, podcasters, I thank you guys for listening. We got another episode coming shortly, guys. Uh, I want to shout out my boy Cheech, man. I just saw him at ShopRite the other day. Shout out to my man Cheech. We called him BJ around the way. Word up. But check out his music, man. He got some joints out there, man. Check it out, man. Word up, word up. I also want to thank all the subscribers, man. Keep listening, man. We appreciate all the love, you guys. Uh, Just keep following, man. We're going to have more stories to tell you guys. Like I said, the next couple episodes we're going to do about movies. But we'll get back to the storytelling because, trust me, we got so many stories to tell. And some music, too. And some music, too. But uh, check out the next couple episodes, man. You got anything you want to plug? Still got the Pro Cope out there. I'm working on uh, this new EP now called the... uh the Sydney Dean saga, because since a uh, white man can't jump, got a whack ass remake. I'm gonna remake the soundtrack. That's Word up. Okay, <laughs> I'll be looking forward to hearing that. Word yeah, up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, podcast listeners, thank you again, man. Once again, it's another episode of Sit Mars Park After Dark. You know how we usually end it. It's one life, one love. There's only be one king. Peace. <laughs>